A poem is a small machine made of words. William Carlos Williams. Welcome to the Small Machine Talks, exploring the poetry scene of Central Canada and beyond with Amanda Earle and A.M. Kozak. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Small Machine Talks. I'm Amanda Earle. I'm A.M. Kozak. Today we have a special guest with us, Guillaume Morissette, who comes to us from Montreal. Aaron is going to interview him, and I'm going to chip in. But first, before we start, well, actually, what I should do first is read um, read Guillaume's bio so we have an idea of who, of who, uh, who we're talking to. Hi, Guillaume. Oops, Hi, sorry. how's it going? You're just taking a sip of tea. Hey. <laughs> All right, this is this is uh, Guillaume's bio. Guillaume, Guillaume Morissette is the author of New Tab, a finalist for the 2015 Amazon.ca First Novel Award. His new novel, The Original Face, published by Véhicule Press, Véhicule Press, I guess they say, right? Véhicule, Véhicule, was, was selected by the Globe and <laughs> Mail as one of the best books of 2017. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. He lives in Montreal. So uh, how are you doing? Pretty good. How are you guys? Good, good. Be- we'll, we'll save the novel introduction for yeah. we talk well, about the novel. Yeah, what we, I thought we, uh, we because we talk a lot on here, because it's exploring the poetry and other scene in, in uh, Central Canada and beyond, I thought we could talk to you about, uh, well, actually, we all thought we could talk to you about uh, what's been going on at various events that you've been attending of late. So uh, sure. give us an idea. Yeah, uh, we can talk about just events. So uh, I've actually been traveling a little bit with the books. I was in New York this weekend. And I also went, when I was in Montreal, I went to the Granta launch. And there's probably other oh, great. sort of events. Mm-hmm. We can probably give shout outs to just people we like in general. Yeah, uh, have you guys read the new Granta issue? It's like the Canada issue. I, of Granta? I, saw, I saw a picture of it. You saw a picture of it. That's <laughs> almost as good as we did. I was in chapters. I picked it off the shelf. I walked around with it and I put it back. So that's, <laughs> that's a step ahead of me. Yeah. That's right. what I usually and, do for a while. Guillaume maybe went a step further than both of us and yeah. Yeah. I, So I wrote a little article. So I just interviewed uh, Catherine Leroux, who was the co-editor of it for the Montreal Review of Books. Right. And then I went to the launch uh, that was on Thursday in Montreal. And uh, it's interesting, like the issue as a whole, uh, because it kind of feels so I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but it really feels to me that, you know, what we think of as Canadian literature or like writing in Canada, it feels like it's in a period of transition. It is very much so. The issue of Granta kind of really captures that very well for me. It just really feels like this this kind of, you know, sort of breath of fresh air that's coming in. And it Mm. doesn't feel at all like uh, in a lot of ways, it doesn't feel at all like what I think of when I think, you know, Canadian literature, it doesn't have like this. Uh, the best example is uh, in the issue, there's this piece by, uh, I think he's a playwright. I didn't know him at all. His name is Fallen Johnson. Okay. And it's like kind of angry, Ooh. but really funny at the same time. And it's all in I dialogue. I love angry funny. Isn't yeah. That my, one of my favorites, angry uh, funny. <laughs> it's a really good piece, but it doesn't feel, it doesn't have like this sort of, usually you think of, you know, Canadian writing as kind of like, or Canadians in general, as just we're going to be overly polite or we're going to, mm-hmm. you know, centered around nature or whatever. And this is 100% about sort of issues and kind of like things that we normally don't necessarily talk about. Good. Um, and so that piece is really good. Uh, in the issue, there's also uh, Nadim Roberts. Uh, he's, I think he's a journalist, but he has this essay that's set in um, 
it follows these three boys that are running away from their residential school systems uh, okay. and they're trying to go back home uh, which is further up north and they just decide to follow the power lines hoping that they'll be able to find their way mm. and they get into like this kind of like life and death sort of wow. survival battle but um, it's all non-fiction but it really reads in the format of a short story mm. and that essay is like fantastically okay. good, really now good. I, I, I'm sold I'm gonna get I'm, next time I, 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 I'm, I when I'm at a gift of type formerly mags and fags I will pick it up there yeah. see I didn't want to get at it from chapters I was sort of why I was leaving it there but I saw it too there so I will I will definitely pick it up that's great yeah my other highlights from the grant that is just doing the issue uh from the lunch the um I'll talk about the lunch after but the from the issue there's also um Chloe Savoie Bernard she's uh so the issue does a really good job of kind of um taking writers especially writers that haven't necessarily been um translated francophone writers mm -hmm. that haven't necessarily been translated to English and giving them like the same platform as the anglophone writers and Chloe is a really good example where she's someone that uh I read her short story collection in French mm -hmm. and for my money I think it should be translated in English but it has just hasn't been picked uh, up well hopefully it will be I've been I well we, we talk about other events but I've been hearing a lot more about uh this um urgent need to translate uh, French, you know, especially Quebec, well, other places in Canada too, but writing into English. So uh, yeah. there's lots of, there's some publishers currently that are really into it now. And of course, we just had a Governor General Award winning translation by Juana Vesilicchioli, mm -hmm. so yeah. from, from, from uh, Lectodome there, Bernard La Verdure, so, and that was great, so. So yeah, yeah. Chloe has a story in Granta, and it's really cool to see her in that kind of platform. Uh, and yeah otherwise it's interesting because it gives you this it, to me it almost felt like going to a reading just uh, picking up the issue because it has this kind of sort of shared space like i loved how so canadian literature as a whole has this thing where it exists in the greater context of you know writing in like writing in english and mm -hmm. um writing in french uh just you know around the world and so sometimes the influences that we have isn't necessarily you know we don't just read only other Canadian writers right. we also read you know yeah. we're influenced by the English canon as a whole yeah. and etc and there's even some of that in the Granta like they reference there's references to you know classic uh, right. <laughs> writers but um, the one part that's interesting is that um, readings for me like local readings have this mm -hmm. way of kind of uh, allowing people from the same geographical location to kind of come in, come together and influence mm -hmm. one another, and sort of, and to me, that's one of the few spaces where Canadian literature can really exist. Mm -hmm. uh, and the issue of Granta kind of feels like that to me. It's really interesting to see kind of those voices all sharing the same platform and all seeming into conversation with one another, uh, and it allows you to sample voices much more easily than. Um, like you know having to commit to an entire novel like there's right. people that I know by name that I'm actually ashamed that like I've I hadn't really interacted with the writing all that much. Oh, the shame! Isn't that the awful? Shame. You feel, yeah, I know. It's 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 like, and you you discover some. Well, you discover, but the person has been writing and doing all kinds of great things for yep. a long time, yep. and but totally new. Well, that's good. That's a good feeling at the same time. Though. Yeah, so, yeah. It's getting to know someone in a different way. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, and yeah. So that's that's. There's also you know there's other good piece in Granta, but maybe we could. Do, uh, do you think they were trying to capture what you're what you're describing that transitional period or that space you're trying to talk about or is it so they describe so Catherine Leroux and Malintian was the other co-editor yeah. they described their process as like chaotic it was basically okay. just like let's just take stuff that we like let's not try to make any grand statement okay. about good. where we're at yeah good uh, and then they just decided to kind of like embrace this sort of chaotic and in the issue it just really goes some there's a story that feels a little bit more sci-fi-ish there's you know there's a little bit of everything uh, but I 
I kind of like this approach more, where mm. it feels like sort of the teams will, like there's a lot of stuff about language. Right, and the themes emerge after the other process. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I like that. Did you do you? I was thinking about that for thirty under thirty. It has yeah. that similar a similar feel, right? You yeah. Other than age, you weren't trying to get any specific no. type of poetry or. No, we just said you know send us three to five poems, and then we yeah. just kind of picked, and then the theme, like you said, emerged. Emerges, kind of emerged. So yeah. We started noticing things happening. We're like, okay, and then maybe if we we're trying to decide between a poem or two by someone, we might say, okay, this is kind of we've got all these other poems that are kind of dealing with this. This is kind of mood we have, and then we might take this one over that one. Yeah. But yeah, we didn't go in with that mindset to say we want this type of thing yeah i think that's yeah. a better idea yeah mm -hmm. Any, yeah anything else in your in your uh... i mean other than like this issue really made me feel like i'd love to see like a best young canadian novelist issue yeah. of Penta. uh i think it would be time but i'm just putting send that out there the, uh, send them the uh the pitch yeah love that. <laughs> uh if not obviously i was in new york this weekend so i went to a few readings mm -hmm. uh it's always fun to kind of compare yeah. So the different scenes and the way that things happen. Yeah, how does it compare to Montreal? Uh, honestly, they're pretty compatible because, yeah. you know, you think of New York as sort of just because it's in the U.S., you think of it as this kind of it's beyond a border. And so it feels like this kind of magical other world. But realistically, it's not even <laughs> how that we feel far. about Montreal here. Yeah. <laughs> Montreal is a magical other yeah, world, yeah. but it's so nice and close. Yeah. But there's good. this different sort of pool of writers and their influence and they're responding by different things. But at the same time, it doesn't feel like i felt very sort of comfortable yeah comfortable yeah. there uh so the reading that i did at baby castles which is like this uh art space mostly for video games but they've done readings and other stuff there uh it was great space for an event and uh it was um uh rachel bell um liz bowen whose collection was published by metatron uh jay charma uh, mary boo anderson brian woods and uh that's yeah that's it we always uh, usually forget one that's yeah, it's that's our, a, our thing we yeah. forget that one person uh from that group like uh i mean honestly the reading went pretty well so uh just shout out to everyone because they all killed it but if i had to kind of recommend uh just two books from that group i would say liz bowen's poetry collection is really strong she has a chapbook that's going to come out next year mm -hmm. uh, liz obviously got published by metatron which is based in montreal uh, but she's killing it like she's really kind of on the path to uh, do something really interesting and um, sort of her poetry in her voice and it mm -hmm. just feels like it's becoming from uh, the poems that she's published recently compared to the poems from her book with Metatron mm -hmm. it feels like her voice is getting like much more kind of more empowered bolder and mm -hmm. so it's getting in that direction so I just find that really interesting mm -hmm. she's awesome she just did really well and Jay Charma uh, her novel is called Problems it came out last year Jade's super funny, um, and she read in kind of like this very dry sort of tone of voice, mm -hmm. but the crowd was totally with her, and uh, her piece was just kind of, uh, was all just kind of like one-liner that all started with Dear India, and then Ooh. sort of talking about, so she's uh, American, but obviously her parent of, are of Indian descent, okay. and so I think she's first generation or second, I'm not sure, but... Uh, so it kind of explores her relationship with right. people asking her, like, where are you from? It's like, actually, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, but yeah. I still have this relationship with this other yeah. country that I've been to. But, you know, I, anyway. Uh, but yeah, Jade is going to have uh, an erotic novel that's going to come out next year with this press in the U.S. It's called Ooh. Badlands. That so sounds, that sounds I would, intriguing. I would highlight those two. Excellent. Did you go to any other events when you were in New York? Yeah, I went to uh, this other reading in the afternoon that was at the Asian 
our association writers workshop i think that's what it's called mm. so it's like beautiful space and it's specifically highlighting uh asian american writing mm -hmm. and there's this poet that i follow online uh, his name is chen chen uh, his book is called When I Grew Up, I Want to Be a Further List of Possibilities. Well, that's uh, a great title. Yeah. I love that title. Thought, yeah. <laughs> uh, and on Twitter, he has this sort of positive and very kind of confident sort of that's that's how his Twitter present feels yeah. like to me. We'll, we'll, we'll put out the link to, to the Twitter account. Then. Yeah, that sounds good. But <laughs> in person, he was uh, a little bit uh, sort of it, he felt like a little bit shyer. Someone yeah. doesn't necessarily kind of um, I have this great booming voice, right. like he just felt very quiet. Isn't it? A, uh, that happens so often. Yeah. yeah. When mm -hmm. you meet, when you meet, I find whenever I meet a writer that I've sort of I've I've followed them for a really long time, or so I've I've read a lot of their work, and then I meet them in person. They are not what I imagine them to be. Mm -hmm. Quite a lot of the time, it's mm -hmm. really yeah. it's a kind of a disquieting experience as a, as a fan of someone's writing to just see the difference between. I'm very shy to approach a writer who I really really a fan of because I I almost feel like I'll scare them with my enthusiasm yeah. <laughs> like wow it's you yay oh get away <laughs> <laughs> but it still felt like very sort of positive yeah and, uh I so, so his reading was very interesting, not at all in the way that I anticipated that it would be, but it was still really nice to, and I ended up getting his book. Uh, and the space in general, there's like this one person, it's funny because it started very quiet, and then there's this one person that came in, um, like maybe mid-reading, and sat in the complete back and started making noise, just as kind of like, yeah, or like clapping, <laughs> or just getting really into it. And all of a sudden the room just got like really into it. Maybe and they so, were hired. Uh, no, yeah. no, I'm just kidding, but you know. It's so interesting to me how just one person yeah. in the it's audience can make a complete difference, difference in yeah. terms of like the vibe yeah. of the room. It can be and, the other way around yeah. too. Yeah. Like yeah, you have that. a have a yeah. disruptive, but negatively disruptive person yeah. in the audience. Yeah. I, I've. I've seen that from both sides of the room. Oh. It's it's really dis disturbing when someone seems like they're falling asleep when, and while you're reading. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing more fun than that. Mm -hmm. And then tonight we're doing uh, a little reading at Black Squirrel Books. It's all, uh, so we're going to have uh, the three new titles from Metatron. So Cass and Sharp, it's a collection of stories. Senayi, uh collection of poems. Uh, Marcella Huerta, it's a collection of essentially nonfiction pieces that pretty much reads like uh, stories. And Jessica Bebenek, uh, I was going to have her chat book of poetry with mm -hmm. Desert Pets and then myself. Yeah, uh, yeah that lineup, um, I'm just really happy to sort of... Yeah, and by way of time travel, of course, we will be, we are now in the future and that has already happened. Right. Damn, but we can't a... tell you what happened because we're still in the past yeah. while you're hearing this. So <laughs> it's back to the future with the small press, the small machine talk. Sorry, I was, we were just at the small press fair, so I confusing them great segue amanda want to yes. tell us a little bit about that all right well i went to i, I since our last uh, podcast i've i actually have gone to quite a few events so let me just mention a few of them now uh tree had uh the amazing christine mcnair she she read from charm and of course she was brilliant and superb at black squirrel books there was a great turnout it was huge rhombus 19 which is a sound performance poetry tr uh troupe from ottawa u under the guidance of uh of um uh, Robert Rob, Professor Rob Stacy and uh, yeah, they. One thing I liked about um, that in particular is I find a lot of times um, a lot of the the sort of sound poetry from the Four Horsemen and beyond are a bunch of uh, white guys, you know, and and they, they do a great job. They they but it's not very diverse. So this was more diverse. For instance, there were a couple of I I stole the set list when I was there. So uh, there are a couple of interesting things. There was. Um, there were two, uh, there was a, a, a woman singing and then it was fallen so 
there was a piece called O Lolo Wa by Suad and Alam, which I thought was really good. And also another piece, Kekopoya by Ryan. There was lots of great stuff anyway that I, I thought was interesting. I'm not, I'm not a huge sound poetry person because for the main reasons that I don't like loud. I like modulation and, and changing, but I, I just can't like, I don't like loud at all. So I, I feel claustrophobic with loud, but I, I, they did a great job, I thought. And they made use of the space of black squirrel books, which isn't easy because it's, it's a space full of books and chairs and things. So that was good. Uh, yes, I, uh, the pre-fair and the small press fair. Pre-fair reading, um, now I'm going to have to try and remember. I read, <laughs> that I should, probably should be able to remember that. Uh, Natalie Hannah read and Hugh Thomas. And that was a good, it was a good night. It was a nice turnout. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, people responded well. Uh, Natalie and, and Hugh were great. Uh, I cannot speak for myself. I felt like I did okay. <laughs> I read from my chapbook that just came out with Shrieking Violet Press called Wintered and another little thing I made called Extended Play. And then, um, so that was the next thing. Uh, then um, the small press fair the next day was great. Uh, at another podcast episode, I'm going to share uh, about all the different things that I got. There were lots of great presses there, mostly uh, from Ottawa. There was Tron uh, Toronto as well and uh, Kingston and uh, Stuart Ross from Coburg. So there were, there were lots of great things to share about that. I went to, just last week, I went to the Inwards reading with the uh, amazing No Awareness and uh, Connie Clayton. Both of them were fantastic. Noah's in Toronto and he's, uh, he was, I, I swear, it was probably... I can't even. I think I feel like it might have been my favorite reading of the year. So really? he, he's so he was he was really uh, quirky, funny, uh, kind of badass. And the the, the music uh, the musical performer was uh, someone called Idiot Brother who had an amazing voice. It was, it was good. I can't remember the name of the painter. That was good. Connie was really great as well. I've seen her read a lot now, and she she's a local Ottawa. Well, she lives here in Ottawa now. She's from the states before. And she's she's phenomenal. She's a really good. Uh, she has really good words. Mm -hmm. And then. Uh, uh, just on Thursday, I went to the uh, Governor General Award readings, which is the day after their big shindig and awards ceremony. So, of course, all the writers look kind of hungover and <laughs> they have to sign books. They have to give readings. And uh, it was fun. Um, uh, great readings by Joel Thomas Hines, a, a fiction writer and, well, playwright and, and poet. And Juana Avisilikioe, who won the Translation Award for Readopolis, which is a book thug book uh, originally written by Bernard Laverdure. And then uh, the, uh, Richard Harrison for the poetry. There's also... Um, playwright, uh, a children's fiction, a, a young um, adult, I think, and also um, non-fiction. So it was a good event. That's what I've done. And by by this time when the podcast, I will hopefully have gone to the the event with Guillaume and Jessica Bebinet and all the rest. Uh, so that's that's what I've done. And what about you, Aaron? I'm an extended hibernation. All right. Um, <laughs> I will uh, come out probably, I probably need a couple more months, I think. And then yeah. I'll, and I'll start to... Uh, I think as you're working on edits to a play, is that yes? Right? Working on edits, working on writing, working on work, and just uh, yeah, that that transition when you're when you're changing sort of a schedule, a, a huge change in schedule, and trying to you know refit all the hard parts of your life that you need and want in again is is always a bit of a challenge, but uh, one that I am embracing, well, forced embrace. <laughs> forced uh, embrace. That doesn't sound good, actually. <laughs> I'm not sure that we like Capitalism. that kind of embrace. Uh, Guillaume, <laughs> yeah. anything else? Did you go to Montreal that you want to give a shout out to? Uh, had a good time at? Any events? Any uh, launches? Any books? Anything? There's a bunch of stuff we could talk about, but honestly, I would just recommend, uh, I interviewed Sanayi, who's going to launch her uh, Metatron book tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to come out on Aubert, which is this American website. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, in a couple of weeks, uh, but I would just genuinely recommend uh, Sana's just book to everyone listening. We'll make sure um, we add the link. We'll, we'll Sana is Chinese Canadian, and uh, her book really writes from that perspective. It's not right. just you know. It also has um, 
tons of you know different teams but it really feels like there's definitely identity is definitely like uh, one of the teams that's present and i just found that um her voice makes you know she has this poem about the movie mulan that's really good uh, and her poems are more like almost like little anecdotes or so they have this kind of very narrative qualities mm-hmm. uh and yeah it's honestly like i just genuinely enjoyed reading her book and uh, I just feel because it's it's published by a smaller press, sometimes it kind of flies under the radar. Oh yeah, we yeah. like to promote this. We like to promote promote micro and small presses here. This yeah. our our main. We're the small machine talks. We're not right. the the not main. The large machine. Not yes. the, we're not the. <laughs> although it could be. I mean, the quote said "small and large machines" from oh. William William Carlos Williams, so it could have been. But I just <laughs> took the small. Small machine talks with Amanda Earl and Am Kozak. <laughs>